are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas, I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now, for today's pod, we've got Ulysses and Brandon of Locked On Rays back on the pod for part two breaking down the offseason we rank our favorite offseason moves and teams so far through the first week we just rank the offseason basically which teams are winning it so far through one week we talked about the universal dh a little bit the cba a little bit so it's gonna be a jam-packed pod pertaining to the offseason but Thank you for making Lockdown Dimebacks your first listen every day. Have to get that off my chest before we start today because I would not be doing this podcast without you. The listener, listening, sharing, subscribing, doing all that so I can do this podcast for you. Thank you. But now, let's jump right into that podcast for you, Ulysses Sambrano of Lockdown Rays. You are Locked On Diamondbacks. Your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. But uh, I want to expand the argument, or not, we're not even arguing. I want to expand the conversation, <laughs> I should say, and talk about the whole offseason, the little bit of the free agent frenzy we've been seeing around baseball. But I first want to ask you this question. Do we need to renew the CBA every season? Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's a sexy question. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> I've been thinking about that one. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it at all, actually. Wow. That's actually a really great idea because, uh, you know, I was reading Passan's article today, and he was mentioning, uh, you know, something that you never really think about. But how many CBAs does a normal Jordan Luplo, for example, uh, have in his career? One, mm-hmm. maybe two if he's lucky. Two if he's lucky. Two. How many does Jerry Reinsdorf, Hal Steinbrenner, you know, Illich, uh, all these guys, Sue Sternberg, how many CBAs do they get a part, uh, get to be a part of? Oh, a wow. ton. So if you want to switch that, you know, power struggle that it's so lenient towards the owners, I like that idea. Now, who knows? You don't have to you, – you can make it where – Maybe you don't have to revise every single thing in the CBA. Maybe you say this thing is going to be locked up for the next five years. Maybe mm-hmm. this thing is only two years. So maybe you can make the language there. I thought it was just an interesting idea that I've been having because this, 
offseason has been basically the offseason I've been waiting for, where I'm on Twitter <laughs> constantly refreshing, got the passing bombs up, John Heyman, all the big guys. It's basically been like an NBA offseason where you're seeing all the top dudes go after the first week of free agency, which is all I've wanted from baseball because I thought one of the biggest areas this game has been lacking in is capitalizing on the offseason. Right now, the last few years with social media, the offseason is just as big in terms of just buzz and and talking about the game as the actual regular season. Some people like the off season even more. I'm one of those people who I don't like the off season more, but I like it just as much. I love just off season chatter, talking about all the buzz, talking about all these changing of hands and all these players switching. So right now with baseball, I just love seeing this free agency frenzy. And I just want to get your opinion on what we've seen so far before we actually dive into these teams and the signings we've seen so far. And it's, it's a double-edged sword because on one side, I'm loving the activity like, like you are, but we all know it's it's due to the fact that something kind of yeah. grim and 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 sad, if you want to put put it that way, that, that that's going to happen, which is the lockout. Uh, you know, so I I feel like you you mentioned the NBA. It did feel it does feel like that, at least mm-hmm. uh, for the last two weeks where, you know, it's one deal after another. You know, Kevin and I, Kevin, my co-host for, for Locked on Race, he, he said, you know, I, you know, I, they couldn't even give us two hours of mm-hmm. Corey Kluber. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, the next deal happened like 20 minutes and we didn't even get uh, some some love for the Kluber because it was just go, go, go. I mean, if you want to really focus on 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 what's been happening it's also extensions too mm-hmm. i mean buxton got that extension franco got the extension sandy alcantara got the extension so it's just money being thrown around it's really really fun uh but i just it it sucks that it's about to end and and rather quickly yeah it's it feels like there's something looming over us with this cba lockout pending but I, one thing i do like as opposed to the nba right now in the NBA, if you look at the last couple off seasons, basically 95% of the free agents have been gone and unavailable after the first three days. Like in the NBA, they get those deals done like a week or two before free agency even hits. That's why you see all okay. these tampering fines coming out. That's why <laughs> that's why you see teams like the Bulls being investigated because it's like, how does free agency start? And 30 seconds in, there's already 20 deals done. Like it doesn't make any sense. Right. So yeah. Right now, what I like with baseball is like there's like two or three big deals a day, but there's still Freddie Freeman still out there. You still got Chris Bryant out there. Like there's still so many more moves that's on the horizon that we're still waiting for. So right now I'm just in love with this MLB offseason. Me too. Super sad that the CBA lockout's coming because it is not something that I want the I don't want this momentum to stop. Basically, it's been a great time, but we know it's going to stop once the lockout happens. But Let's now expand the conversation even further. We've already expanded it once to the offseason, but now I'm going to throw out some teams and you rank these teams by the offseasons you like by the offseasons you like the best so far. We're only okay. a weekend. It's not who you think right. is going to win the World Series or who's built the best championship team, but <laughs> we just look at talent going to teams. Who do you like the best? Who do you like the best? So, number okay. 1, I got the Mariners who acquired Robbie Ray and that's pretty much all they did. I figured I'll throw them yeah. in the, in the okay. boat because they're the Mariners. They never make big moves like this. They got right. the Tigers, they got Erod now, they got Javi Baez, you know, a couple yeah. couple interesting guys. Yeah. Rangers, of course, John Gray, Cole Calhoun, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager. I mean, yikes. They've been doing a lot. Mets, you got Mark Hanna, Eduardo Escobar, 
Max Scherzer starring Marte. And then lastly, I threw in the Blue Jays. Even though they lost Robbie Ray and Simeon, they picked up a Yimi Garcia, Kevin Gosman, and we know they already got, you know, like a World Series team already in place. So when you look at those teams, if you had to rank the Mariners, Rangers, Tigers, Mets, and Blue Jays, how do you think those five teams stack up against each other right now? Ulysses will answer that question, but... This episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website this time today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into the pod. Uh, I think the Tigers and Blue Jays are, are tied for me because mm. the Tigers came from a low point. So they're adding nice pieces. So they go up a, a step. The Blue Jays, I feel like they they lost a couple steps. Uh, the, the additions are nice, but I think the, the, the drop off is definitely there. So I, I think they're equal uh, good of off seasons. Then I'm. I'm happy that the Mariners went for 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 Robbie Ray. I mean that that's that's fantastic. They were in until the last day of the regular season, and now you just got your fandom. Hey, look at this. We got the AL Cy Young winner. Here you go. We're 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 pushing through, and they're like, "Are you kidding me? This is awesome." So that that that's a little bit better for the fandom uh, to have that type of off season. And then we get to the big dogs. You got the Mets, and you got the Rangers. The Mets, I would have expected them to throw money because Cohen is just yeah. like the gift that Kip keeps on giving with his tweets. Uh, you know, it, it, it's fantastic content. Uh, just if you, if you're a baseball fan, my gosh, it, it's just, it never ends. So you expect that this type of expenditures and, and the, and the, the names are nice. Canna, great mm-hmm. pickup. Escobar, friend of your program. Yeah. Great pickup. We love yeah. So good for the Mets, but I have to give it to the Rangers. The Rangers are giving me like 09 uh, Yankees uh, offseason vibes. You know, the 08 season, they, 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 they didn't make it to the, the playoffs. What did they do in the offseason for the 09 season? Man, they went spending. They went spending like crazy. That's what the Rangers are doing. I mean, that middle infield is like $500 million. It's a half a bill. They just dropped on their middle infield. Yeah. <laughs> a team that won not even 70 games is putting this much money. They they are, for me, the number one offseason uh, uh, moves. I mean, they, they got to win it right now. If, if you have to give them the gold medal, if you have to give them the green Skittles, that's who I give it to. <laughs> Yeah. The green Skittles. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I see I see some pushback like on social media against MLB and the non-salary cap because they look at that Max Scherzer deal and they're like, how is one player making more than some MLB payrolls? But I push back and I say, I love the no salary cap because you got a team like the Rangers and Tigers, two teams that were terrible last year. Now they come in, they're like, all right, here's a half billion to that guy. Here's yeah. a quarter of a billion to that guy. All of a sudden they're cooking with gas from one yeah. offseason 
two teams who are one of the worst in baseball. Of course, we got to see the product on the field, but at least they are building something now. They yes. have they just added core pieces, championship core pieces. They didn't just add like a number three and number four starter. Like Eduardo Rodriguez is good, but adding a Corey Seager, adding a, a Max Scherzer, those are legit difference makers. We were talking about needle mover before with Joe yeah. uh, Jordan Luplo. Those guys are real <laughs> difference makers. When you look at Max Scherzer, Corey Seager. So for me, I think I have, I think I actually have the Mets number one, just because okay. I think I like their team the most. Uh, when I look at the Rangers, Tigers, the Mets, I think I like the Mets talent the most already entering the offseason. This was a team that I liked entering last season that just kind of disappointed me during the season. But I thought there were some injuries there that kind of could have explained why they didn't perform as well. But now you had a Max Scherzer. Of course, you add my guy, Eduardo Escobar. And also Starling Marte, I think, is a super underrated player. Like yes. he was legitimately, I think, the best Diamondbacks player during the 2020 season before he traded him at the deadline. So this is, this has been a dude who's just been basically a, an all-star level player the last few years that no one even talks about. So to get him, Eduardo Escobar could give you all-star level production, add maybe – arguably the best pitcher of the last 15 years of Max Scherzer plus Marcana. I think I like the Mets number one, number okay. two for me, I think is the Rangers. Like you said, because you just dropped a half billion dollars on the infield and <laughs> it, it's worth the money. Like you got one of the best yeah. left in baseball and Corey Seager. Then you added Marcus Simeon, who two of the last three years had just been one of the historically great offensive uh, infielder, basically yeah. smashing 45 plus home runs. He's been an MVP candidate two of the last three years. Uh, wins, above, wins above replacement. Absolutely loves the guy. So I love that. They added a John Gray too, who is a solid starter. I don't yeah. think he's, you know, I don't think he's a number one or number two, but as a middle rotation guy, I think he's fine. And again, another one of former D-backs, all these former D-backs going to these teams, Cole Calhoun, I think yeah. was a great free agent signing. This is a guy who's solid defensively as a corner outfielder, can get you 30 bombs, and just a good clubhouse guy. I like that move a lot. I think I have the I think I have the Tigers third over the Blue Jays just because, like you said, the Blue Jays, I think it does hurt to lose Amar. I think you were okay losing Robbie Ray because you bring in Kevin Gosman, but yes. losing Marcus Simeon is definitely gonna hurt them, no doubt, because that dude is a legit MVP candidate at this point, the way he's played two right. the last three years. So that's a major loss to your team, but they already have a pretty sack roster already. So I'll probably put the Blue Jays, I think I'm going to put the Blue Jays number four. Mariners number five, just because their team isn't as ready as yeah. uh, as the other teams here. And Robbie Ray, I don't think I like as much as a Kevin Gosman. I just need to see more of a sample size from Robbie Ray. Yeah. I still can't. I'm still in disbelief what he did this past season. Like, I still can't wrap my mind around it. So I It came wanna, out of nowhere as yeah. the Rangers dropping $500 million <laughs> on their middle infield. It came out of nowhere. You know, uh, I, I agree with, with, with the reasoning on your podium. Uh, man, that's how fun it's been. That's how fun it's been. I mean, you you can just go back and forth with these uh the, these teams and, and make your own narrative. I love it. I, I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, I'm sad to see it go. So we're going to be wrapping up here soon, but I want to just get another couple questions in with you. I just want to know it, of the teams, we, we mentioned a few teams today that have been super active, but the teams that have not been super active, some of those teams that could be sleeping giants or dark horses just waiting in the weeds, what teams are you watching out for that they might have another that might have an ace or a joker up their sleeve that we don't even know about yet? Ulysses will answer that question in just a second, but this episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. 
Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Built Bar gives you extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday sharp all the holiday shoppers because it's the season of peace and love don't bring up your favorite built bar flavor at family parties people are so passionate about their favorite flavor they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand your friends with santa well tell santa to throw a few built bars in those stockings want to cozy up with something warm here's a holiday secret dip your built bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays you need to get yourself a built bar especially those built bar puffs go to build.com use promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Uh, I think everybody's eyes are on the Yankees mm-hmm. as as per usual. Uh, it's it's been weird that their biggest move has been a resign Cashman or extend Cashman rather. Yeah. Uh, no, a, a, extend uh, Boone, Boone. Sorry, extend Boone. And, and number two. Uh, they've just been so silent. The biggest news we've heard from them is that Clint Frazier is no longer a Yankee. <laughs> Mr. I'll give you Clint Frazier for your best player because Clint Frazier apparently could have gotten every player in every trade scenario. He's no longer a Yankee. That's what we've heard from the Yankees. That's it. So it's a little bit odd that that's been the level of, 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 of noise coming from, from the Big Apple. Uh, and obviously being an interdivisional rival to the Rays, you do keep more tabs on them than maybe somebody from the NOS. So for mm-hmm. us, if you're a race fan, you're surprised that the Yankees haven't made a move. They've basically made as many moves as the Baltimore Orioles, which honestly, I think mm. the Orioles just made a trade. Oh, or they signed somebody. I, yeah. I, I believe in the last 24 hours, I forget who they, who they picked up. Uh, but the Orioles have made possibly more, more additions to their roster than the Yankees. Yeah, I think the Yankees are probably number one on my list, too, because it felt like this is a team that kind of needs to add some juice or just shake yeah. it up, do something. I don't something. think Yankee, yeah, I don't think Yankees fans want the biggest move of the offseason to be re-signing Aaron Boone because they just want to get him fired the whole season. Then they get hot late, and all of a sudden he's coming back on a multi-year deal. So I don't think they wanted that. The Dodgers, I don't think I'm too concerned with right now. They, they of course, could always go out and get Freddie Freeman, but even if they don't make any moves, like they're still going to have maybe the most loaded roster in baseball while losing guys like Max Scherzer and Corey Seager and still have uh, that's why getting Trey Turner in that one deal with just an absolute fleece by the Dodgers but I think I'm going to be watching out for another team in your division and that's the Boston Red Sox because this feels like a team that is only a couple pieces away from really contending for a World Series we saw them this postseason have a better run than anyone even expected they were two games away from getting to a World Series and that was with a rotation that after Chris Sale I mean, Nate Evaldi was very good, but it wasn't super strong. The bullpen wasn't super strong. So I feel like if they go get a couple of pitchers, they can have a really strong team next year and really increase their World Series odds. But it doesn't seem – seems right now like that ownership group is more interested in buying franchises of other sports than <laughs> buying uh, uh, free agents right now during the offseason. So I'm very curious to see what the Red Sox do. I think the AL East – 
might be the division to watch during this offseason because we got the Blue Jays who are be, who, who's making moves right now. We got the Red Sox, got the Yankees, and got Tampa Bay. I mean, when you have four 90 yeah. win teams from a division, I mean, they're of course, all going to think that they have a shot to win it all next season. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm expecting all four of those teams to make major moves. Do you have any predictions for the Rays for the rest of this offseason? Any, any major moves? What's going on with Nelson Cruz actually? Because isn't he a free agent? That, you know, that's one of the the, the things about the CBA, right? Uh, is there going to be a universal DH? I think mm. he was beloved in, in the clubhouse. You know where they put him in, 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 in the locker room? He was in the middle of both Randy Rosarena and Wander Franco. Wow. I mean, this is just the kind of guy that you want him surrounded by that youth and the youth to be surrounded by him. So he was really, really a, a great clubhouse guy. You heard nothing but good things. So it depends on the CBA. If the universal DH is a, is a foregone conclusion, then I think he's going to probably not play for the race. Now, if that's not a thing, then I could see a reunion coming back. But honestly, for my taste and for my needs and, and wants as a, as a, as a race fan, uh, I would really appreciate one more high leverage bullpen guy. That would just make me feel way better about the whole team as a big picture. It would, you wouldn't have any big flaw right now. I think if you had to pick a flaw, the bullpen. So if you can shore up that bullpen with somebody that can really become a Nick Anderson of 2019, of 2020, mm. an Emilio Pagan of 2019, a, uh, uh, you know, somebody that the race have had in the past, a Soriano, a, a, a Benoit, a, a, you know, Farnsworth, guys like that, a Jake McGee that you can just put in a high leverage situation and know that everything is going to be fine most of the time, then I think that you've got yourself a really good contender. Yeah, D-backs would like to get one of those too. I would like to see that universal DH come back because Nelson there Cruz, he could make himself a lot of money this offseason yes. if the universal DH comes back. One final question since you brought it up, pro or against the universal DH? Uh, my my traditionalist heart uh, cries, mm. but it's time. Nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see pitchers hit. Nobody. I mean, I, I mean, I know no. people are like, oh, look at Jacob Degrom having more RBIs than you know, and do these fun. I it's funny. I get it. I also enjoyed watching Randy Johnson put a, a jersey, a, a, a zip up, a zipped up jacket, while at first base. <laughs> I get it. It's funny. It's great. Enough. We've had enough of it. Let's bring the DH. Yeah, I think Sully Baseball is the only person who actively roots against the Universal DH. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> we need to bring it back. I'm tired of watching these pitchers, too. I mean, the D-backs have maybe the greatest pitcher hitter in MLB history, Madison Bumgarner. And yes. I do not want to see this. I've seen Madison Bumgarner come up to pinch it when we have other players on the bench, and it does not work out. No. I do not want to see it. Let's bring the DH back because 2020 season was a, uh, was a lot of fun for baseball. Yeah. Ulysses, thank you for coming on today. But where can the Locked On Dimebacks listeners find you on social media if they don't know already? Well, they can find me at Sambrano Ulysses. They can also find the show at Locked On Race. We're on YouTube now, so that's pretty great. It's we hey. enjoy it. Uh, so go go find us there on Twitter at Locked On Race on Instagram. Same handle. Uh, hope to see you there. And again, we're we're uh, we're expansion brothers, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to have this this NL West AL East uh, situation we got going on. Yeah, I'd rather be Expansion Brothers than Eskimo Brothers, Ulysses. <laughs> Sir, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks for hopping on the pod today, and I'll catch you next time. All right, take care.
That's it for this edition of the Lockdown Dimebacks podcast. Shout out Ulysses Zambrano for hopping on the pod the last couple of days and doing a crossover with me. I truly appreciate it. And I appreciate all you for making Lockdown Dimebacks your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms. Of course, come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. Go check out Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling for your second listen of the for your second listen of the day. If you like putting extra money in your pocket, and as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces.